to the Agent on the Go podcast. I'm your host, Jason Allen. I'm the agency owner of the Allen Insurance Agency in Colleyville, Texas. Uh, the point of this podcast is because every day I meet interesting people. I meet entrepreneurs, business owners, the movers and the shakers in the community. Um, and people need to get to know these people so that hopefully they can do business with them and learn some cool things. So I wanted to introduce the first guest to the podcast. The wow. first time I'm doing a podcast. I know it's very exciting. He's, he looks a little nervous. He's, wow. he's sweating a little bit. Uh, but we're going to give him the proper introduction so that you all get to know a little bit about him. Um, he is from Fort Worth, Texas. He currently lives in Las Colinas. We let, got away from the Irving zip code. We're letting him use Las Colinas as where he currently lives. He's married to the wonderful Savannah and has an adorable daughter, Magnolia. And he is the owner of Copeland Productions. Today, our first guest is Michael Copeland. Michael, thanks wow. for joining me. Wow. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Wow. <laughs> really appreciate that. Thank yes. you, Jason. Good. Well, I, I appreciate you doing this. I'm glad that we could do finally get this on the books. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Perfect. Well, you and I have known each other for a couple months. Yeah. We're both uh, Grapevine Chamber members. Yes, sir. The five-star accredited Grapevine Chamber. That's one right. We mentioned that. Yep. Um, and so I want people to know your story because kind of like me, you worked in corporate America for a while. And you decide to venture out on your own, do your own thing. And it's it's a big step that a lot of people don't know that they can do. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of get people to understand what it is that you do, how you started. So to begin with, what is Copeland Productions? Copeland Productions is a video production company that I started at the beginning of last year. Um, I have been a filmmaker, videographer, uh, whatever you want to call it, obsessed with film uh, my entire life. But um, yeah, it reached a point where I was just getting burned out every two, three years in corporate America. And so I would start looking for another gig at another company. And I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, and my wife and I were expecting um, our firstborn. And I don't, yeah, that was another reason too. It was just kind of perfect timing. Like I, I don't want Maggie to see her dad getting burned out all the time. Um, so as scary as it can be to start your own thing, um, I thought, well, let's let's at least try. Let's go out on that limb before she gets here and see if I can't get situated. Um, and yeah, like I said, about a year and a half into this, and I've never been happier. Um, it's been great so far. It really, really has. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so how, did, how exactly did you get started? What, what were the kind of the, the baby steps you took to get your business started? Um, well, really, it was quitting my job. <laughs> that now, was the first step. Now, did people think you were crazy? Like when you walked in and you told your boss, hey, I'm out, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. And he was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. A little or... bit. Yeah. Um, the company that I was with, which will go nameless, was um, going through a lot of changes. Um, there seemed to be something in the air that there was going to possibly be a sale of the company in the very near future. And so that was kind of perfect timing. And um, yeah, it just felt like a good jumping off point. But it was like at my, so actually I was at that company 
for the longest amount of time. That was almost four years. Um, I was their creative director there. A company before that, I was a comp- I was their creative director for two. Company before that, it was two again. So it sounds like you're kind of a, yes. unemployable. Well, like you're not really reliable. I'm, I'm going to work for you for a couple years and I'm out. Yeah, I mean, kind of, sort of. But I am like, so to understand that, you got to go all the way back to like when I was seven. This is the stuff This that is want. Yes, this is why yes. we want to do the podcast. Um, Tell me about your childhood, Michael. Yes. Well, um, it all began with a movie camera. No, my dad put a camera in my hand when I was seven. And he was he filmed everything. He documented everything. This is the mid-80s. And so there's some video flowing around of you naked yes, as a baby in the yes, stuff. Yes, gotcha. yes, yes, yes. Make sure we need to get that. A lot. I mean, there's video of me at seven or eight. I turn the camera on myself and I'm like, this has been written and directed by Michael Clayton Copeland. I mean, it was just written. It, this is what I was going to do with my life. Okay. Um, watching movies at a very young age. Um, it just became obsessed. So that's all I wanted to do. I was one of those kind of rare kids who knew exactly what they wanted to do at a very, very young age. Um, so the goal was always to obviously be a writer director, have something that you've created play on 4,000 screens across the country. Um, and it just, it reached the point where that wasn't happening the way that I wanted it to. So I kind of pivoted. I said, well, let's maybe, let's carve out some sort of um, corporate route um, where I could uh, apply my skills, my, my craft uh, in the corporate world and, and see if I can, uh, you know, climb a ladder that way, do something that way. Um, and that's essentially what I did. Um, and eventually worked my way up to creative director um, at a company and yeah, like it was great. But then, like I said, every two years, it's like I'm doing the same thing for an industry that I don't really care about. Yeah, if you want to talk about a first world problem. Okay, look, I'm doing what I love to do. But us creatives, it's hard to get kind of boxed into a corner. Like you you just... You want to spread your wings. You, you want, want to do, do different things. things. Yes. yes. And But everybody gets comfortable with you. And on one hand, it's great. It's like, Michael, we love you. We love what you do. Let's keep this going forever. Well, that sounds pretty good. Job security. I mean, who doesn't want that? Um, but yeah, I would just, I would hit a wall. And so then I would jump and I go to another company and you meet new people and you're doing new work and it's great. And then a year becomes a year and a half becomes two becomes two and a half. And you're just like, I'm over it. Okay. You go to another company. It's the same thing. So, um, yeah, it's not that I'm not reliable i don't know i guess maybe to some degree if you if i mean you, all artists are kind of if unreliable. You, yeah You're a flighty. yeah if but you yeah. if you look at my recent resume like in the we're last 10 that. years yeah it's kind of like well you do kind of hop companies um but yeah i i wanted to put it into that um and i did and so i started copeland productions and um you know i have a pretty substantial network of people that i've just built up over my career um, and I have great clients, consistent clients, but you know, as a business owner, you do have to think about the future. This isn't going to last forever. You need to meet new people. You need to let the Metroplex know that you exist. And so that's kind of been what I've really been focused on the last six months. Um, 
you know, and that involves launching a website that involves getting your SEO um, up to snuff that involves networking. Um, it's almost a full-time job. Um, yeah. Joining the grapevine chamber, which has been great, which is where we met and you have been a great wingman. You've uh, introduced me to so many people, which I has try. been fantastic. Try my best. Um, and it's been great. It's cool. It's like, it's, it's not enough to just have your skill set and what you do. It's not enough to make the best cupcakes on the planet. If nobody knows that you exist, what is it? How far are you going to get? So, um, it's, it's been cool. You have to wear a lot of hats as a business owner. You have to put your sales hat on, you have to put your marketing hat on. Um, and that's stuff that you just kind of learn on the fly, but it's been really cool. And there's no ceiling as a business owner. It's like, you can do whatever you want. That's right. Um, you have the potential to at least. Yes. But you get to decide what level you want to take it to. If you get comfortable, you can say, hey, yeah. this is a good spot. I'm going to kind of coast it here. Or exactly. I want to try to get as big as possible and be yeah. the next Steven Spielberg and open my own production house. So we'll see yeah. where, where Copeland Productions take you. But we'll see what happens. So let's kind of dive in a little bit. What exactly do you do, you do for Copeland Productions? What kind of things do you video, record, stuff like that? Um, I do a bunch of stuff. I, I kind of like to tell people that I do everything but weddings, okay. um, which is true. I mean, I, I shoot testimonials um, for companies. I do listing videos um, for realtors. I do event recaps. You know, companies host charity events or they host, you know, whatever, big all hand monthly or, or quarterly meetings that, you know, they want to uh, share with their with their audience, and um, I'll document those. I, I've uh, documented companies' presence at, at conferences, business conferences. Um, I do drone work. I do everything, promotional stuff, everything commercials, except for the happiest moment in someone. Everything life. but weddings. Okay. Yeah, weddings are just a different animal. And here's the deal: I'm well aware of the fact that weddings, wedding videographers can make a killing in this life. It's a very lucrative business, but it is a different animal. It's a different kind of pressure. And for some of us, you know, dealing with bridezillas um, can be rough. Um, and look, this podcast may not age well. It uh, might be. This, this in a year, two you years. You might be the last person we ever have on this podcast. Well, I may be the, the last person. One. You never know. But I may also specialize in weddings <laughs> in like six months. <laughs> because I, mean, as a business I need owner, to. You do what you got to do to bring in the money. Exactly, so but you um, have no salary coming in. That's right. No, but yeah, a year and a half into it, you do. You kind of have your vision of what you want to do and where you want to go. And uh, weddings aren't a part of it currently, but um, that's okay. Um, but yeah, no, I do. I do it all. I, I really do. I do. I do a little bit of everything. So with that, what is the what is your favorite part of the business? Um. Favorite part of the business is really, I mean, just creating, um, shooting, um, sitting down with all the footage and laying it out on a table, almost like it's a jigsaw puzzle. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well now let's, now let's build it. Let's all put it together. Um, that's, what's great too, about not only starting your own business, but revolving around something that you truly love to do. Okay. Um, it's just awesome. It's like, oh my God, people pay me to do this. This is, I mean, you would do it for free. Mm -hmm. um, so I do feel incredibly lucky. You know, really it's, now take yourself outside of the craft. Um, what What's my favorite part of being a business owner? Um, 
I don't know. Networking is a lot of fun. Meeting people, handing somebody your card with your name on it that says Copeland Productions. Like your name is in the title. <laughs> like it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's like, you know, I've started something and uh you know, you don't answer to anybody. You are the boss. It's not somebody else's name on the business card and you're an associate there or you're somebody else there. So that's that's been really cool and gratifying. Um, and yeah, just talking to people, finding out what people need, what they might want and uh, discussing it with folks and, well, we can do this, we can do that. And just having a discussion and, and the planning process, I would say, is I've really grown to enjoy that. Um yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now you can tell, I mean, I've known you for a while, but you can tell you're very passionate about what you do. I love, love what, what I do. do. I love what I now, do. Also, people need to realize that as a business owner, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. No, it's not. A lot of dark days, a lot yeah. of days wondering. You don't have a paycheck every two weeks. Exactly. Is yeah. this going to work? Yeah. Am I going to have to quit and with my tail between my legs and yes. go, back, go yes. back to find some corporate job? Yes. So yes. with that being said, what is your least favorite part of the, of the job? Um, Probably that. Just the... The inconsistency. Um, it's like you may be kind of assured that there is, you, you may have something booked for each month, but things happen. People um, pull out. And we discussed this today where you had someone last Somebody minute. pulled out very, very last minute. And, but a good thing that's come from it is uh, the realization that uh, you, you need to take deposits. <laughs> Things you learn. Things you, you learn on you the didn't, fly. You didn't know that before. Now you're exactly. Like, you want to do business, we got to... It never occurred to me. Down. Really. It's just like, oh yeah, you got a date in uh, October? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm free that, that weekend. Let's do it. Let's shoot. I, I never It never occurred to me to say, you know, can I have a deposit down? Um, but you learn stuff. And that's, <laughs> you know, that's probably another thing that I really enjoyed. It's It's... The details, it's the minutia. It's the process. It's, it's the process of things you don't think about until you're presented with them. And uh, it's cool. But like you said, it's not all rosy. Even if you're doing exactly what you want to do, um, it's you're, you wear a lot of hats, you know? And I am not a salesman. Um, I'm really not a marketer. As bizarre as that may sound, a lot of the content that I provide for folks goes toward their marketing, but I'm not great at doing the marketing. It's like, I'll create for you and I'll turn this over and then I'll leave it to you on how you want to sell it. Um, but I would not consider myself a great marketer. So with being a business owner, you kind of have to figure out sales 101 and marketing 101 because you got to do it for yourself. So, um, yeah, it's a lot, but it's cool because it's like you're in charge and there's no ceiling and there's also no safety net either. There's, there's no net. paycheck every two weeks, like we said, yes. but you control your own destiny. Um, and I think that that's cool. And yeah, you know, it may not in the end work out. Um, and you may have to do something else, but if for nothing else, like you just learn a lot about yourself. Um, you see how you act under pressure. Um, and that's good. I enjoy that. I, if, if like, if this all goes to hell, uh, in, in a year or whatever, like I won't be, yes, I will be, I will definitely be disappointed, but I will have enjoyed the process for sure. Excellent. Just seeing if I could do it. 
Now, Same what I was made of. Now, if someone were to come to you, yeah. let's say there's a young pup trying to get on your corner, some videographer that does everything, but mm -hmm. weddings, exact same to you, but he's a yeah. good guy. You want to help him out because there's plenty of business for everybody. Yeah. You know, he might vibe with some people that you don't vibe with and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. What would be your recommendation to someone that's looking to start a business? Um, and this is, this, somebody, this someone is starting the same business. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same business. I just, just I, I just wanted to put you on the spot. Okay. But just someone that you knew came to you and like, Michael, look, yeah. I'm tired of corporate America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do my own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what should I, what would you what should I do? I would recommend doing it and just, just doing it. Just not, you can't overthink it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's ever a right time. I mean, I, I kind of felt like when I did it, it was a quote unquote right time, but it's scary because you do grow accustomed to paychecks, you know, consistent paychecks and that will leave as soon as you uh, cross over to the other side and you try something on your own. As soon as your boss, this is the worst mistake you're doing. I can't. Yes. Your as soon as you Guess shake what? your boss's hand they and they say best that, of luck to they you. They turn off that faucet. Yes. The check does not show up. In your Those checks account. are gone. <laughs> um, so there is that. There's absolutely that, but hopefully, hopefully if, if, if you're thinking enough about it, um, then you've given it some thought and you know, whether or not you have a decent shot at this thing. Um, I mean, I'm assuming that this person didn't just wake up one day and go, I don't know, business will be cool. Should I do it? Like you should put some thought into it and hopefully it revolves around something that you know how to do mm -hmm. the very least. I would hope so. <laughs> Even better if you love doing what you do. Um, but if that's the case, I, yeah, just, just do it. Just do it. Um, you got to put a little money into it. I mean, every business is different, but make sure that you have the equipment to do the job. Um, invest in, in, yeah, chamber memberships. Um, Invest in, uh, you know, help with SEO if that's not your thing. If you don't know how to do that stuff, get somebody to help you. Um, you know, don't just make it rain. Um, you know, have a budget in mind and sort of know what you can spend. But, but spend it and do everything you can to put yourself on the best possible foot and do it. And just try not to be afraid to fail. Cause you, you might fail, but hopefully you're, you're doing it. Hopefully you have good intentions and hopefully, hopefully you want this bad enough that it's like, it's like when you go to Vegas, hopefully you're betting with money that you're prepared to lose. Um, that's a good analogy. Most yeah. People, I've never heard that one. That's a good one. I want to remember that. Yeah. Bet with what you're prepared to lose. Um, and, uh, just, but yeah, but go all and you have to go all in. You can't have one foot in the door and one foot out the door. Um, and it is, it's, it's a full-time job, whether it's getting to know people, whether it's, you know, just cause you gotta let people know that you exist mm -hmm. and that takes time and that takes effort. Yep. And, um, and for somebody like me, like networking and all that stuff, like that is way outside my comfort zone. Um, you're the guy behind the camera. You don't yeah, exactly. Photo. Exactly. And that's the other thing too. Well, okay. If you're going to start your own company. Michael, you're going to have to get outside your bubble a little bit. You're going to have to go shake some hands. You're going to have to spend time with folks. You're going to have to, you know, talk to people. And, um, but it's part of the job. And knowing that you control your own destiny, 
at least for me, I can only speak for myself. It's a nice little natural motivation. It's a nice little push. It's like, yeah, this isn't something that I would choose to do, but we're working toward the greater good, hopefully. So, um, yeah, it, and, it, and I like to be challenged. I like to get outside my comfort zone a little bit. Um, and as a business owner, you have to. So I'd say that. Know that you may have to be pushed a little bit outside your comfort zone. Um, but if you're going to do it, do it. Go all in. Give it all you got. And if it doesn't work, at least you can say, well, I, I try, I freaking try. Yep. Yeah. I really, no regrets. Awesome. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. All right. Now, that was the serious portion of okay. the show. Okay. All right. Uh, we got a couple more minutes, so I wanted to have. I want this to be fun for everybody, not just getting some information, but I want people to get to know you. So I kind of gave you a little hint that we're going to kind of do a little, almost a little lightning round. Yeah, you I've heard about this. Expound, but we're going to ask you some silly questions and things like that. Okay. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. This is my favorite question of all. Oh wow! Is a hot dog a sandwich? Ah, uh, if it's lightning round and it's just from, no, no, just answer. It's if from it, the gut. Is a hot dog a sandwich? And you can't think about it. It is not a sandwich. Okay, then. thank God. Yeah, you, you are welcome back on this podcast at any time. You know, technically, does it fit the? I don't know. No, I don't you, care. You know, it's not that. a sandwich. It's, okay, perfect. It's not a sandwich. Now you mentioned um, in passing. We talked about this before. One of your interesting facts is you can tell the exact theater you saw every movie in your life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, number one, question number one is: Yeah. What is your favorite movie that you saw in the movie theater? Favorite movie that I saw in the movie theater would have to be Michael Mann's The Insider Whoa. from 1999. The yes. Russell Crowe, The Insider? Yes. yes. Now, everything before that, so I rank everything in my life. Okay. I love to rank. It drives my wife nuts. Oh, you and Garen and Jock Romero need to get together and talk Yes, about we've this talked about because, this before. Yes. We've ranked sandwiches together. Yes, okay. I love ranking. Okay. I found in my life that this is a polarizing thing. Okay, so number one, you saw the Not insiders you saw in the theater. Yeah. What theater did you see it in? I don't know how I'm gonna fact check this, but this is fascinating. You will never be able to prove whether or not whether or not I'm I'm gonna go see if they have video from nineteen ninety nine from when this movie came out. Okay. Oh, what, like fifteen when um, this movie came out? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I saw the insider at uh, Fossil Creek. It was their what's the name of the theater? It was one of the first stadium um seated theaters in the metroplex um it was called fossil creek it was a ua fossil creek theater okay um yeah but that's where i saw it jeez okay yeah all right seriously any movie that i've seen it's okay. a great it's a well i say it's a great party trick but there's no way to there's verify no, i can't fact check i have no idea there's you know what my other party trick is what's that i can always tell when somebody got a haircut okay i just know when people get haircuts <laughs> i don't have to know them that's obscure but i can just okay. tell when okay, good. You've gotten a haircut uh, recently. I mean, that it's, it's pretty apparent that I, yes, I have. Yes. For anyone that knows me, yes, you kind of know when I get It's a pretty obvious I'm move, um, but even subtle cuts. Okay. I know when people have just okay. been to the barber. Well, keep that in mind. Next time we go to a chamber lunch, and I'm going to start pointing people out. We're going to find out if this Dude, is true or not. It's the real deal. Okay. Um, so you mentioned rankings. So rank your top five movies of all time. Let's okay. see if this is correct, because there's, there's a definitive list. I mean, let's be realistic here. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But... Yeah, okay. So I'll get back to that in a second. My my top five movies are Magnolia, number one. See, I know. Oh, there is a definitive list. And everybody has the same movie. And it drives me nuts. Because it's the best movie. Everybody has The Godfather. And everybody has... Uh, Godfather and Godfather Part 2. The list begins and ends with those I two. love The Godfather. 
It does. But that's not my list. It does. Okay, fine. Fine. Magnolia. Okay. I mean, we can agree to disagree. You're Magnolia wrong. is number one. Number two is Boogie Nights. Well, well played, sir. Well played. Love number it. three is uh, The Insider. Four is Casino, and five. I'm talking my love language now. Five is Goodfellas, which is another one I that's mean, on a lot of people's I mean, lists. I mean, but you can't deny Goodfellas. Look, having said, but there, I'll tell you this: there's nothing wrong with your list. It's wrong, but five definitely excellent choices. I mean, they're in my top ten, but your order is completely skewed. But I am one of the few people that you will meet in life that thinks that Casino is a better film than Goodfellas. But it's it's true. So. I'm going to share a little secret. Okay. I agree with you. Love them both. Casino is a better film. And I probably watch them both at least once a month because they're always on television. And there's a reason why they're always on television. It's tough to watch Casino on television. Oh, I mean, it it is brutal. The whole movie is, the soundtrack is muted. It is a four hour film on television and they say every other word. Yeah. Um, But I agree. I I enjoy Casino more than Goodfellas. It's close. Yeah. They're right up there, but I'm with you. It's the exuberance of Casino. Yes. Um, it's incredible. And I think, you know what, also the reason is because the first half of Goodfellas is probably better than all of Casino, but the last hour is really upsetting and it's really sad. Yeah. And Casino just kind of takes you through. It's a wild ride throughout. It's yeah. consistent. Yeah. Goodfellas it has super highs and super lows. And yeah. I think that's what kind of drags it down a little bit. Yeah. Now, are you talking like when... Ray Liotta's character gets like doubly paranoid. Yes, when he's in the all helicopter coked, he's all coked down, he's and chasing him. See, yes. and I love that sequence. It's, a, it's wonderfully filmed. One of the best films. He's got to make the sauce. It's great. And he's got to pick up his brother. But at the same and time, the helicopters. Like, oh my god, we were so happy, and we were going to clubs, and yeah. we were burning stuff down, and but now see, we're super paranoid. I love downfalls. <laughs> it's the same with it's the same with Boogie Nights. Yes. The second half of Boogie Nights is the downfall. But he comes and back. And I love downfall. Back. He gets back there. Yeah, kinda, kinda. But Boogie Nights is better than both. But you're dealing, it's a changing of, it's a new era, it's no longer film anymore, it's video, and the industry is changing, and, uh, but yeah, you're right, they're getting off drugs a little bit, there is more of kind of an upswing, Goodfellas just, it just torpedoes, it ends with the witness protection, and he's talking, calling himself a schnook, it's just terrible, yeah, so bad, yeah, that's true, but I, I don't know, I love downfalls, okay, all right, we're gonna move on. We yeah, have a couple more questions. Okay. Um, now you're from Texas, so you're probably big into barbecue. Mm-hmm. Brisket or ribs? Brisket. Okay, that's what I figured you would say. Brisket, brisket, brisket. All right. First celebrity crush. Uh, Pamela Anderson. Wow. Went old school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. First concert. Oh man, my first concert was at Six Flags. <laughs> In the late 90s, okay. it was DC Talk. It was a Christian rap rock group. We're going to end it right there. Just don't, don't go any further. And no, I hate that. I'm answering honestly. You, I mean, we appreciate that. But I hate that that was my first concert. We all have a first one. And we all have a first. Yours, which is that's what it was. Especially special. Yeah. It um, was a weak sauce. All right. You're on Desert Island. What are the three things you can bring with you? Oh, man. Um... Well, I have to be able to listen to music. Um, so I, I don't I don't know if that's because you're going to need a phone or a laptop and some speakers. Um, but if you're just talking entities, well, I need music. Well, you're there on the island. What do you need? Three I, things. I need music and I need 
water. <laughs> and I need God almighty. One more thing. Hurry it up. Come on, the boat's drifting away. What do you need? I, I guess I don't know. I need I need a I need internet. Okay, there we go. Music, internet, and water. Perfect. Yeah, I just I need internet. Okay, there and we I go. Need speakers. Michael is a, a, tech, a technophile. He's not going to survive on that island by himself. Oh my god! Um, but Michael, I pre this was great. This is great for the first episode. I really appreciate you doing Thank this. Thank you, sir. This was um, fun. If people want to reach out to you, how do they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Copeland Productions TX. For Texas, right? That makes sense. And uh, yeah, that's all I'm on Instagram. You can check out my work on my website, which is a copelandproduction.com. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that's all we have time for, guys. But uh, Michael, once again, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Jason. This is fun. I will make sure to bring you back at some point. Hopefully, this podcast makes it. Um, but we will talk to you guys soon with some more interesting guests. Um, and if you guys have anyone you want to hear from, let me know. Um, you can find me at uh, jallen830 on Instagram. You can find me uh, through Farmers Insurance, through the Farmers Insurance site. So uh, just look me up. Let me know what you want to hear and who you want us to interview. We'll see if we can make it happen. Uh, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye, everyone.